Yeah, so we're going to move into Labyrinth here. 1986 film directed by Jim Henson, the man behind The Muppets and Fraggle Rock. And it also stars... David Bowie. The late great David Bowie. You left out Sesame Street. I'm shocked that you left out Sesame Street. You went to Fraggle Rock and not... Yeah, but like the... The Muppets is a separate entity from Sesame Street. Right. The Muppets go off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When will Sesame Street ever... <laughs> well, he, anyway, mean, this film is playing at After Hours on Saturday. On Saturday night, yeah. Um, 11 p.m. at film PM scene. At film scene. Uh, he did create Sesame Street. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Joan Gans Cooney that and Lloyd Morris. That was like Lloyd his Morse producer. Morse. Dude, it says right here uh, on his Wikipedia page, became famous in 1969 when he joined the Children's Education. Wait, Children. that blows my mind. Yes. What? Yeah. Oh. Get wrecked. He did, they just they just use they just use some of his. He's famous for like the man. I feel like my, my spot has been blown up. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, this is rocking my world right now. Anyway, yes, Molly's rights playing tomorrow night. A part of our first film on Bijou After Hours, and like I said, stars David Bowie as Jareth the Goblin King, who kidnaps Jennifer Connelly, Sarah's little brother and toby toby and sarah has to go through the labyrinth cute little pajamas um <laughs> has to go through this crazy world and get to the, the center of the labyrinth which labyrinth. is jareth's <laughs> jareth's castle and, and goblin city his mind palace <clears throat> and because the film is directed by jim henson there are a lot of puppets and a lot of puppetry uh, in the film they're uncomfy yeah i think there's only what i like there's the only, worm yeah, there's the only worm is good. there's only three human actors in this film, and one of them is a baby, and one of them is a child, and well, the parents, well, the parents, they're they're in like five minutes. Um, anyway, irrelevant, <laughs> irrelevant, they are. Um, but yeah, a lot of puppetry in this film. <clears throat> if you don't know, there's, I mean, I think Jim Henson's son does some puppetry in this mm-hmm. one. Um, Frank Oz, who's probably like maybe the second most famous puppeteer of all time, who did Yoda. Frank um, Oz is not his son. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, I'm okay. saying his son and Frank Oz. Okay. Okay. Two different people. Yeah. Different last names, also like the same age. Yeah. So. But there's a lot of puppets going on in this movie. That's definitely Frank... a lot of puppets, a lot of sing song, a lot of David Bowie. Frank um, Oz also voice of Miss Piggy. Soundtrack yeah. is the best part. Yeah. Yeah. This, the film is like a weird mix between Alice in Wonderland and Suspiria. If you can, the original Suspiria. If okay. you can imagine that. There's like they're kind of like the weird Some like prog rock going on overdubbing of like lines that reminded me of the original and there's like low production value low production yeah. value like girl goes on weirdly like weird dangerous mission to do something yeah and for sure. what's weird is that you say low production value and I think this film actually had a pretty high production value twenty five million dollars it's just ugly it's yeah. just really <laughs> ugly there was this era of like. High budget, independent minded, ugly movies like Time Bandits and Dark Crystal, which Jim Henson also did, which is also really ugly. All the 25 million went to the puppets. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume so. Yeah. Because 25 million went to David Bowie's salary. What are those puppets doing with it now? To to Eli's credit, there are some like really, really, really cringy. We were talking about Suspiria and how the CGI in Suspiria is really bad. This is like. All right, Jennifer Connelly, go stand in front of a green screen. We're gonna just well, at least at least this movie has the decency to be from 1986. That's true. That's true. <laughs> As opposed to *The which came out like less than a year ago. Yeah, but th- I think that's where this movie definitely gets its its 
quote-unquote cult value where it's like you know this is really really bad cgi and i would have loved this movie if i was nine this this movie would hit and i it would be my favorite movie too bad i never saw it when i was nine i watched it for the first time today this is all this is my first time viewing my My first first time time. as well it reminds me now that you say that it reminds me of the princess bride I got oh, some. Yeah. I got some bad you princess know, vibe vibes some, too. Some, some bad some acting, mad bad princess vibes. <laughs> There's good acting in Princess Bride. Okay. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Wesley the weird, is good. weird creatures. That's, that's another debate for another day. I, I love Princess Bride, but like. I, I, I so, don't know. so what are our thoughts across the board here about about Labyrinth? We're kind of getting off We're the rails. We're supposed but... to be promoting it ostensibly because it is playing through our organization, but yeah. this is not going to go well. I think. I think yeah. I think it's, it's fun. fun. It's I think it fun. Would be fun to go with your friends. Yeah, it'd be fun to go. It's like one of those films that like, because I watched it, like sitting at a desk in the middle of the day, I was like, what, what am I, what am I doing here? But if you went, if you went late at night with like your friends and you could like laugh with it, laugh at it, whatever, um, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It'd be fun. I think this film is fun with a big asterisk. <laughs> I think it's fun if you have the right mentality, but it's rare that I do. I think it's what Molly's getting at, though. You know, if, yeah, if you're in the right, right mood and you're at the right setting, it, it's fun. But I, I know yeah. the space, Eli. And that's what like <laughs> that's, that's true of like all what, movies, though. It's not a fair qualifier. And anymore. that's what After Hours is about. For sure, sitting not with your always, friends. but there are there's not there's not we don't always play films that are nice, fun, easy to watch. But when we do, they're they're most fun when you go with other people. Yeah. But um, I don't know. So I, I just don't get Labyrinth. I don't understand the hubbub about it's it. because your brain's not big enough. <laughs> I'm either too old or too young. or I, I, Something just doesn't You're caught in the middle. The I'm caught in the middle. The music is fine. I got to admit, I've never been a huge Bowie fan to begin with. Like okay, I like okay. some of his songs. Okay, it's fine. Well, I, I don't I, think I, he's bad. Yeah. It's just never been my I thing. Just think I, it's think, fun. I think Eli has a point, too. Like I, I like a lot of Bowie songs, but... I never like really, really got into it. Because you know that guy. There's always that that person who is like really into Bowie, and I'll be like, I like a Bowie song. And they'll be like, Oh, do you? Okay, but like in the context of the movie, like I think the music's really fun. And I mean, I didn't know that there were musical numbers, so I was pretty <laughs> lit, excited. <laughs> when I was like, Oh, this is cool. This, this movie is good. getting turned. The, um, the scene where like they have the whatever creatures they're supposed to be they're like red and they're kind of bird-like oh, yeah. and they kick around their <laughs> basically fraggle rock they yeah. like kick around their heads that was i think was about f- for sure i, I, I kind of checked out for that whole <laughs> six minute sequence yeah, but, when, but i came really back i got back was. into it the helping hands were cool yeah people just forget really how creepy how deeply weird jim henson was because I think when he died, he became canonized, which is good. We should canonize him. He, if anyone deserves to be canonized, it's probably Jim Henson. But but I've heard things about like Fraggle Rock, like some. I never watched Fraggle Rock as a kid, but I've heard there's some weird stuff going on. The in whole, Fraggle Rock. I mean, it's just the most '70s thing you yeah. can imagine. It just is is clear that. And I think Molly makes a good point too, where this is kind of stuck. Even though this is like '89, it, there is definitely some weird prog rock stuck in the 80s vibes here even though it's late 80s and it's kind of getting out of that glam rock era yeah i just i i 
the story that I know about Jim Henson that says everything for me is that his favorite Muppet was the the um, Swedish Chef, and he would just do that <laughs> around the set for like hours until people had to be like, Jim, that's, that's annoying. You need to stop. And he would just be like, bork, bork, the whole bork, bork, movie bork. is the personification of the Swedish Chef. No, it's not because if it was, it would rule, and I would love it. But instead, it's I don't I know. I love David Bowie's makeup in this. Yeah, everybody, everybody loves that. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a design go off. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break here, do a little grand spot and we'll be right back to talk and finish our conversation <laughs> off on Labyrinth, baby. We'll be right back. And we're back on Beach Banter. We're talking about Labyrinth, kind of off the rails, but you know, it's That's a beach. The, the movie beach. is I have, I have off a the smart rails. Comment maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. Jess is like, I have something smart to say. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, besides the music. Um what um really interested me in the beginning of this film was how um like suspension of disbelief works. Um, so like in the beginning, right, we get Sarah. Yes. Sarah. 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 She comes in and she's like just saying these lines about the goblin world and you're like, okay, cool. We're in this world. What's up? Teach me about it. And, and it looks like it's in like the 1700s. Lines, right? Yeah, she's yeah. wearing like this weird dress and she in goes a garden. home to like a normal... You know, 80s, yeah, she 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 travels from like Victorian Garden, England to yeah. It's Philadelphia like as, as, as she's like run, she like looks at the time. She's like, oh my god, it's seven o'clock, and then she starts running, and you see that she has like blue jeans on under her yeah. dress, and you're like, what's going on? And then she has the like classic fight with her like stepmom. It's like I don't want to watch the baby. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then what happens is right. She's like, oh, take my brother away, Goblin World, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow, were you in this movie? That's exactly how it went. That's exactly how it went down. Take away my brother, Goblin World. Oh bye bye. Which also that was but like so she alarming. She that so quickly. Like there's no question in her mind when like these goblins show up and like David Bowie's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm the King of Goblin World." And she's like, "I already knew that." Um, Can't you see my book that says so Labyrinth on it? <laughs> so then she's like, just how quickly she accepts it, and then you're like, "Okay, we're back." into this world that I wasn't sure if it was real. And I think that throughout the film, it kind of plays with that, where you're kind of like, how much of this is real? Or That's another yeah. thread. It's really like like the, like what's When she real? takes like yeah. the peach and then it's really just, it's just what's real, Labyrinth, yeah. what's real. It's, Same movie. Labyrinth is basically just Donnie Darko for kids. Change my mind. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's really unclear whether like the characters in Labyrinth, like the goblins, are in a book that she's reading that is also called Labyrinth. Oh, yeah. it's, or it's, if they're it's like it's all over the place it's a real it's really Tristam weird. Shandy <laughs> um, but what was really alarming to me and made me jump actually when I watched it was when she's like says the she starts saying like I wish I wish Goblin King take yeah. my baby whatever is that <laughs> is that she there's like these really like a sudden cuts to like these goblin puppets and you don't see it coming is all of a sudden there's like this wall this screen of goblin puppets going yeah and that's the first time you see any puppets in the film and they're really deeply disturbing i think we got when we were on the break we were talking about how our attitude i think towards this film is kind of like at 70 percent we're just like okay we we get it we we understand like why people like this it's difficult to talk about it is it is but i think what's interesting is is there's some really really diehard fans and that's what pushes me in the opposite direction no like i just don't understand i've been to like pools and beaches where like i see jareth the goblin king tattoos what yeah what i thought you were gonna say beach blank no, like full calf back tattoos of Jareth the Goblin King, and I, and you know, I'm like, well, okay, and and my girlfriend's really in this movie, and and 
are, is it possible that there are people who are just really into Jareth and not really that into They're just Labyrinth? really into David yeah, Bowie. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's, yeah. maybe there's I some, think that might be part of maybe it. Maybe there's some illusion there where like, you just really like Bowie and you like this movie a lot, but I don't know. Jess, you seem, you seem perplexed. <laughs> I am perplexed. I, I don't know. I, I, I think, I honestly think you have to grow up watching. I don't know. Cause you know, you, we were, we were talking about Muppet Treasure yeah. Island before, which like is, an amazing film. Oh, it's yeah. not a movie. It's a film. Uh, it's, it's no Muppet Family <laughs> it Christmas. It is pure okay. no, Keanu. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Okay, that was way off topic. Have any of you um, seen... But I... <laughs> no, Let her talk. Okay, 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 keep going. Keep going. Um, I feel like this movie has some really interesting themes about childhood and like growing up and like, she, okay. accepting... The way that the world works because she know, is on like nothing the, is as it seems man well i think it's interesting also because she's like on the, the way that it is she's on the cusp of it's a coming of age movie but she's she, but she's like 15 and you're like kind of grow up a little bit like right she has all the, yeah. these teddy well, bears a, and stuff she's and a 15 year old in a children's 15. movie and that's a very different type of 15 year old from other movies i th- there's something we, me and Jess said before the show, which is interesting, is that there's no moment at the end where she wakes up and it was all a dream. You like it, it, it <laughs> all right? actually, and like you always expect that to be yeah. like the ending of a, of a film like this is that she like the end right. at the end the character wakes up and is like, oh, it was all a dream. But then there's like a little like fairy like, like goes by the window and you're like, waving. oh, but was yeah. it? But well, maybe there was it was none a of documentary. That. Like this, question, is, this is this is just labyrinth is a documentary. Left at the end, we still are left with that question at the end, right? Because she, she's reading that book that's yeah, exactly sure. the same. And like how and all the characters come into her is like bedroom and they have sense. a party. It doesn't make sense if this was real. It doesn't make sense that she would accept it so quickly. So you have to wonder like how much of this is a way of her to deal with, <laughs> like you know having a new stepmom and having this new child brought into her life where like you know she's been having like I don't know been the focus. You know, so I just feel like though it doesn't like say oh like it's a dream and like something cheesy like that. It's still kind of a question that I feel like yeah. you're left with. Second smart thought about Labyrinth. <laughs> Jess is the only Jess. one that has prepared <laughs> smart thoughts it's about Labyrinth. It's as smart as it's going to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have any of you seen Muppet Family Christmas? No. It, no. Is, it is the only one that includes all of the Henson verse. It I has, only watch Muppet Treasure Island. It has I've never seen the Muppets. Muppet it Christmas. has Fraggle Rock and it has Sesame Street. It's like Crisis on Infinite Muppets. It rules. It's the best one. And at the end of it, Jim Henson comes out and appears in it. And he's in the kitchen cleaning up all their dishes after they have a big Christmas dinner. And uh, it makes me cry every time I see him. Oh, my God. It's so good. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's get into our conversation on Labyrinth. Like Molly said, that is playing tomorrow night at 11 p.m. at Film Scene, part of the Bijou After Hours program. Um, tonight is starting the Bijou Fridays series. Those films are at 10 p.m. tonight. Uh, it's going to be Stan and Ollie, Cold War. Or it's going to be part of the first Bijou Fridays. And if you're interested, there's some benefits for students. So definitely go to the UIO website or go or call Film Scene or go out and see um, possibly. Bijou on Facebook. Yeah. Twitter. We're, on, we're on the internet. Yeah. We're cool. But there's some incentives for students. So if you're interested. With the times. <laughs> if you're interested, go check out bijou.iowa.edu or the Facebook or our Twitter all the social medias. Well, actually, just do those we have two. an Instagram? Just we have two. an Instagram. Yeah. Bijou Film Board. Don't yeah. you run that? I know. I run the Twitter. Oh, okay. uh, so follow the Bijou Twitter to see my <laughs> hot. 
content that I cook <laughs> up. Um, yeah, and so those are the two. Those are the two Bijou things happening this week. Next week is the first Bijou Horizons film, which is The Handmaiden. I've mm. heard a lot of really, really cool things mm. about The Handmaiden. It's yeah. uh, from the director of Old Boy, which you've probably come by in your life at, at one time where someone where someone <laughs> says, oh my God, old boy is so great. Um, my dad. <laughs> so, Shout out to my dad. So Handmaiden, 6 p.m. on Tuesday. Or, down, or down, wait until Spike Lee remakes that as well. <laughs> down at Film Scene. And the BG Horizons program, if you don't know, is a basically a program where you, you go to all the Horizons films over the year and there's you get a stamp for each film you go to to possibly earn a $1,500 study abroad scholarship from UI Study Abroad and Bijou Film Board. So if you want to go check that out, um, you can go to bijou.uio.edu for more information on that or maybe possibly if you're interested, go you can head out to The Handmaiden at 6 p.m. Um, some other things coming up film scene-wise. Today was the premiere of the Pavel Pavlovsky film Cold War. Any you guys see? God, Ida? you just kept me in so much suspense. As <laughs> just I love saying Pavel Pavlovsky, which I think besides yeah. Yorgos Lanthimos is one of the best names in film. Um, Did anyone see Ida? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Who hasn't seen Ida? Ida's great. Oh, I don't that's, like Ida. You don't like good. Ida? No. That's okay. People can have different opinions about films. Anyways. Yeah, that's actually what, the, that's <laughs> that's actually what, what this Anyways, show is about. Anyways, this is actually Molly's last show <laughs> on Bijou Banter. Yeah. So if you've seen Ida. Do we have a half hour extra to discuss Ida? <laughs> <laughs> film that is not playing anywhere because it came out f- like yeah, four, four years, years ago. ago. Five years ago. Yeah. I've heard that this film is really, really good. Also in black and white, like Ida. Mm. I don't think my mic is on. No, it, it, is. it definitely it is, is. It my is. dude. Yeah, we hear you. Y'all hear me because I can't hear myself. It's fine. Are your headphones plugged in? Are they turned up? I don't know, man. This, this is, is not. This t- is oh, okay. Let's, <laughs> I hear myself. Let's now. bring this up at uh, yeah four fifty five when we're Sorry. closing up the show. <laughs> but yeah, I've heard also this is really really well done. Um, Pablo, oh, I, I like those. <laughs> I Pablo, like movies that are well done. Pablo Pavlovsky <laughs> is he's a really interesting filmmaker, and I really enjoyed Ida. Um, so Cold War, check it out. That probably probably be here for at least two weeks and one of two follow-up films for directors who made bummer holocaust movies in in 2015 both from europe and one of them was good it sounds like because the, the guy who did uh son of saul made a movie that was apparently kind of doo-doo oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what was his name i can't remember he's hungarian i think yeah well, Cold War um, is supposed to be good. <laughs> so so we, that's we, the one that's playing. We might we might do that next week. Um, but to be honest, a film we probably won't talk about, which is still playing, is Stan and Ollie. Um, that will probably end its run on Thursday, February 7th. Um, for more information on other um, Bijou and Film Scene events, you can check the Film Scene stuff out at film scene, icfilmscene.org. Um, and for other Bijou events, anything coming up, anything about Bijou, or if you've missed any episodes of this podcast, go to bijou.uiowa.edu for more information. Does anyone have any closing thoughts before we head out on this somewhat balmy Friday? My thought is that it's not actually balmy. You're you're being flip because uh, the actual weather here has been very bad. Everyone listening should stay safe. And... Um, yeah, go, watch a movie, but do, do it do it carefully. Be safe out there. It's <laughs> it's it's bad out, and uh, wait until it's good. Maybe it's getting better tomorrow. Yeah, 
Tomorrow will be, will be somewhat nice. So just wait until tomorrow. Yeah. yeah and, 40 and, uh, degrees. And check out, and possibly go check out uh, I'm gonna Labyrinth. Go and, and <laughs> that was Even though none of us were that enthusiastic about it. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to close out the show here. Um, for Jess, Molly, Eli, and myself, this has been Bijou Banter. Check us out next week, 4 to 5 p.m. on KRUI FM 89.7.